Hi there, this is Brian Barnett with The Last Symptom. When I started The Last Symptom, I never in a million years imagined it would grow as it has. In these early shows especially, audio quality was often iffy, and there were references to services or online groups that are outdated and no longer in use. Great improvements have been made. Where should you go for all of the most up-to-date resources that I offer? TheLastSymptom.com is my permanent website full of free resources where everything is always up to date and that I encourage you to refer back to often. There are also a few modest paid resources at TheLastSymptom.com. These support my efforts and have allowed The Last Symptom to exist for as long as it has. These include one-on-one phone conversations with me one-on-one Zoom video calls with me, and perhaps most importantly, the Last Symptom Fundamentals course, which is a two-week, intensive, pre-recorded online video course that is far superior to things like DBT. The Last Symptom has a flourishing YouTube and Rumble channel where I publish regular orange slices, which are condensed video insights of five or ten minutes in length. If you're just now discovering the last symptom, welcome. I hope you will find every insight and resource you need here for authentic and permanent recovery from emotional disorders such as borderline personality disorder. Now on to the show. I hope you enjoy. Brian Barnett is just a regular guy. He's not a doctor. He has no legal license in any field of mental health nor emotional health. Brian Barnett merely shares the insights he has gained from his personal experiences for anybody who may choose to use such information as they individually and personally choose while accepting full responsibility for their own individual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Brian Barnett assumes no responsibility whatsoever for anybody's individual choice to expose himself or herself to any information that Brian Barnett shares, and by listening to this program, you are acknowledging that you, and only you, are responsible for your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Happy Saturday, everybody. This is Brian Barnett, and I'm happy to have you back so soon after the Thursday podcast. As I said in previous podcasts, when I have time on Saturday to do these, I will, and when I don't, I won't. Today's one of the days that I do have the time and the necessity because a lot of people got upset. A lot of people got themselves upset and I'll tell you why. I made a couple of memes and a lot of people got themselves upset over those memes. The irony is that the theme was triggers. The theme was true. I was talking about triggers and how triggers is a bullshit concept. And a lot of people got themselves riled about this. So there's the irony. I can't say that they were triggered because triggers triggers don't exist in reality. But these people sure did get themselves uh, all riled up about it. So that revealed to me the fact that uh, perhaps... I need to explain this a little bit more until the point becomes the reality of it becomes clear to people. Let's talk about triggers some more and 
break it down, tear it apart, and get it behind us. How about, how about that? You can say, I felt such and such. You cannot say, she made me feel such and such. Nothing outside of yourself can cause you to feel things. I know a lot of people are reflexively disagreeing with me right now. By the end, you're hopefully going to appreciate why the things I'm saying are true. Nothing outside of yourself can cause you to feel things. The same way you can't cause other people to experience feelings as if you were some sort of magician. Here's the takeaway point. You are a self-contained machine. And everything you think, everything you feel, and everything you decide to do is what you yourself generate within yourself. That's the takeaway point. You can say, I got very angry at such and such. You cannot say, such and such made me angry. Again, nothing outside of yourself can make you feel anything. Your feelings come from your thoughts. Now, let's talk about this for a minute. Every feeling that you feel is born from a thought. You think something first, sometimes lightning fast, and then an emotion is born. Who controls your thoughts? Who controls your thoughts? Nobody controls your thoughts except for you, yourself. You can say, I saw such and such a thing, and then I flew into a rage. You cannot say, that thing or that person made me fly into a rage. Naturally, this is the way we talk. Oh, that made me angry. Oh, that pissed me off. So, obviously, you can say that. What I'm talking about is, if we're making statements of reality... These are things you can say or cannot say. So, you fly into a rage. You chose to go into a rage. Nobody made that decision for you. No force was exerted over your body and made you do it. You can say, He said such and such, and I allowed myself to get very sad. You cannot say, he made me sad. He didn't make you sad. You yourself chose to entertain thoughts based on what he said that served to make yourself sad. That you used to make yourself sad. Back to the takeaway point. You are a self-contained machine. Every thought and feeling and decision and action that occurs within you, you yourself are generating.
Do you know what a trigger is? A trigger is an apparatus that engages a device. It controls the device's action. Anybody who believes in triggers for human beings is living with a real distorted form of thinking where external things are somehow magically able to control what happens inside your body. On some level, everybody knows this is false. That this is a total lie. Whether they choose to reject it as a lie and embrace the reality of what's truly happening, well, this is up to each individual. See how that works? I've got no control over you. Can't make you listen to this podcast. I can't make you do anything. Can't make you feel a thing. Can't make you think a thing. I generate my feelings. And I do so by my thoughts. When I feel something, a thought or a memory preceded it. As I said, many times this happens lightning fast. So quick that a person would swear that there was no thought before feeling. But there was. I give an example sometimes about an electric fence, okay? When I was a kid, my friend Jordan uh, dared me to touch an electric fence. Now, I thought the fence, I thought that the fence had no current running through it because I saw grass growing up against the fence and I thought that that would short the fence out. So I was pretty confident that there was no electric current running through the fence when I went to touch it. But touch it I did and uh, it lifted me about three feet off the ground with an electric current now when I walk up to an electric fence nowadays and I get close to it and I'm wary about being close to that fence where do you suppose the emotion of wariness is being born likely from my past experience Likely from that experience, getting the holy heck blown out of my body when I touched the fence on a dare. So the point here is, a distant memory precedes my feeling of wariness when I get close to that fence. I have the thought, and the thought gives birth to the emotion of wariness. Now as a side note, I don't have any control or choice over my feelings. Nobody does, because... Feelings are not something you do. Rather, they are something you experience. But I do have control over what I choose to think about. In every circumstance, a thought precedes an emotion, as we've established. Even when you weren't consciously aware that a thought or a memory occurred, it did. So indirectly, indirectly, people do have a measure of control over their feelings. In what way? Every emotion is born of a thought and we can control our thoughts. So you can choose which thoughts to continue entertaining and which thoughts to let go of or to not entertain. Nobody and no thing has any power over what's going on inside your body. Only you have this sort of power and control. So yes, you may walk into a room where some terrible past abuse occurred and be overcome with terrible emotion. And my heart goes out to anybody who has experienced any sort of abuse this traumatic. I, I get 
justifiably infuriated and heartbroken when I think about people, as children especially, who were in those situations. However, the room does not exert some magical power over your inner feelings. You yourself are generating the thoughts and the feelings. Not the room or anything in the room is controlling what's going on inside of you. Therefore, trigger is a bullshit term. One other point I'd like to add is this, that no matter what one feels, every individual himself or herself still chooses for themselves how they will then behave. Now here's the difference between emotionally healthy people and emotionally unhealthy people. Emotionally healthy people don't allow their feelings to decide for them what actions they will take. Emotionally healthy people don't allow their feelings to decide for them what action they will take. Only emotionally unhealthy people do this. Emotionally healthy people view their feelings as information. And they use this information to inform themselves so that they themselves can make a conscious choice about the most appropriate course of action as a response. By contrast, what does an emotionally unhealthy person do? Well, because he or she lives in a false reality where triggers are a thing, they inappropriately give their feelings full control over their actions. So for example, if they feel angry, their anger tells them to punch somebody and they do it. Or they feel angry and their anger says, uh, knock that vase off the counter and they do it. If they're embarrassed or humiliated, their feelings tell them to lash out and cause a scene and they do it. People living in the false reality of triggers are not in control. You know, their emotions are like a bus, and they're just a passenger on it. It just goes every which way. There's nobody driving that bus. People who subscribe to the idea of triggers are not in control. Their feelings are. And so they go about life delusionally seeing external things as responsible for their own behaviors, thoughts, and feelings. They never see or appreciate or respect the reality that everything they think, feel, and do is what they themselves are generating. And only they themselves have any power or control over their feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. The only way to fix or manage a thing is to understand the true nature of it. It's for this reason that it's imperative for people who want to recover from emotional disorders to totally reject the lie that external things have power over your inner person. Only you have power over your inner self, over what you choose, and you are choosing to continue thinking about, and by extension, control over your feelings and over your actions. 
Only you are responsible for those things. There's no external apparatus that's causing you to feel or think or act. Only you. It's just you. All self-contained within you. And you're the one in control of it all. Therefore, you're the one responsible for it all. And that's true for every single person. Only when people realize that this is the reality in which they're operating can they begin to gain control over what they have the ability to control. I hope that clears it up. I hope now that we can move on to other things. And those who cling to the idea of triggers, I hope that they will uh, leave my group and uh, find another group that uh, will tell them what they want to hear. <laughs> because if you can't get past this point, there's not a whole lot that I can do for you. Uh, there's not a whole lot that I can help you with. This is kind of a fundamental point that needs to be understood clearly before other truths can be grasped and recovery can proceed. So, I, not to be a, a jerk about it or anything, but, uh, you know, if, if you... Uh, choose to continue believing in the idea of triggers there are other groups out there there are other people other voices on the subject of borderline personality disorder that uh, will tell you things that you're comfortable hearing and I'm not that person so to end on a positive note what are you guys up to this weekend any fantastic plans big adventures I hope everybody out there is having fun in a safe and healthy way and uh, I hope you'll get in touch with me and tell me what, where the party's at. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And I'll see you on uh, Thursday, I reckon. So uh, until then, take care. And thanks for listening. <laughs>